0: Uh, We are in a series called The Talking Church, and we are talking about the power of when we talk to God, when we talk to each other, and when we talk to our world. And uh, the last two weeks, I've been focused on talking to God. We've been talking about prayer, and I want to just continue to call us to a place of prayer, a place of believing God. The book of James says it like this, if we would draw near to God, God will draw near to us. And so... This is a season right now where I'm asking you, like never before, draw near to God. Draw near to the Lord and seek God through the Word, through prayer, through uh, devotionals, through podcasts, through sermons. Don't just get stuck watching the news or, or, or stuck on social media. Make sure you are going after God. And today I want to talk about talking with each other, talking to each other. Um, building healthy relationships and um, having relationships that are really going to build your faith in this season. Now, uh, for most of us, we are in our home um, with our family more than we have ever been with them. Uh, and I've, I'm hearing a lot of, wow, this is the greatest season of our family's life. We're connecting. And I'm hearing, while we're fighting like we've never fought before, and so I think it's kind of all happening. I think um, there's a lot of married couples that are having to learn a lot of things about each other right now. I think a lot of uh, a lot of people are spending a lot more time, obviously, with their kids. and And you just became a school teacher because you're now having to teach your kids. and so There's a lot going on, and I don't want you to be frustrated over this at at least another month that we are in this kind of quarantine. I don't want you to be frustrated. I want you to get something from it. I want you to get closer to your friends and family. I want you to get closer to the people in your world. And so I wanna to try to help you with that a little bit more. And I wanna encourage you in a few ways that you can really be a light to your world and a light to your family and your friends and uh, just be a a source of hope during this season. And so relationships are everything. We know that. We know. Genesis chapter two, I've been talking about it for years now. God said, it is not good for man to be alone. It's the first time God said something wasn't good. Before Genesis 2, 18, everything was good. He made this and it was good and he made that and it was good and he made this and it was good and he created this and it was good. But then he looked at Adam all alone and he said, it is not good for man to be alone and it is not good for you to be alone. We know this is not just a scripture about marriage, This is so much bigger than that. God does not want us living in isolation. Um, The beautiful mystery that is our God, the Bible calls him the Godhead. Uh, We have a theological phrase for that called the Trinity. We don't quite understand it. I'm glad we don't understand it because it just means that God is so much bigger than us. But we serve one God who is three persons and he is in perfect relationship with himself father son and holy spirit these are not three different manifestations at different times this is one god who is present in three persons how does it work i don't know it's mind-blowing but it shows us that even god is community and that he desires us to be in community i've said this statement over and over again when god wants to bless your life He puts a person in your life and when the enemy wants to destroy your life he puts a person in your life and so I want to make sure that for me first and foremost that I would be the person that is a blessing that when God wants to bless someone think about this when God wants to bless someone he would call on me to enter into their life because I am a source of encouragement of prayer of blessing of hope and of life. I want to be that kind of person. I want to be an incredible friend. I want to be an incredible brother. I want to be an incredible father, an incredible husband, and I want to love like Jesus. I want to lead like Jesus. I want to give hope like Jesus. And and so I want I want to build your faith in this moment to not just be frustrated and angry with everyone around you, but to lean into this moment so that when we come out of it because we will come out of it, that we go, wow, that was, those were such precious moments we had as a family, such precious moments we had that, that, that we'll actually, in, in some weird ways, this is weird to even say, but in some weird ways, we'll miss those moments where we uh, spent so much time together. Proverbs seventeen seventeen says, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for times of adversity. I want to be that kind of person. A person who not only loves at all times, but I want to be born for adversity. I was born for challenging seasons. When you're going through something, I was born to help you. I was born for adversity. I was born to be a blessing to you. I was born to help you get through it. I was born to encourage you and pray you through and help you through and counsel you through. I want to be that kind of friend. And so I want to give you three things that I'm I'm challenging you with today that I I really hope that you will commit to becoming and that are going to be a game changer in your life. And uh, I hope you're not watching this going, man, I hope my wife is listening or I hope my husband's listening or... You know, I hope my parents are listening. Why don't you just take the responsibility for the next about 10, 15 minutes and just take the responsibility that you are going to apply these things to your life and that you are going to be this kind of person and this kind of friend, this kind of husband, this kind of wife, this kind of father, mother, child, roommate, friend, whatever it might be and get these things deep in your spirit. Here's the first one I want to encourage you to become a courage giver. Be a courage giver. The word encourage means to give courage, to place courage, to put in courage, to give confidence, to give hope, to restore someone to strength. I just said a lot, but I hope it gets in your spirit because I want this to... I want this to describe you, and I want it to describe me, and I want it to describe City Light Church. We are a people who give courage, who place courage, who put in courage, who give confidence, who give hope, who restore people to strength. Wow. Lord, let that be said of me. There is a guy named Joseph in the Bible, in Acts chapter 4. His name started as Joseph, but he was so encouraging. This is wild. He was so encouraging that the church in Jerusalem said, we're not even going to call you Joseph anymore. We're going to start calling you Barnabas. And they renamed Joseph to Barnabas because Barnabas means the son of encouragement or the child of encouragement. The, the the church, the early church, looked at this man and said, you are such a source of confidence, hope, courage. All you do is encourage. All you do is lift people up. All you do is help people. All you do is give people confidence and hope and get people to lift their eyes to Jesus and get proper perspective and be grateful. And they said, they said we're not even going to call you Joseph anymore. We are renaming you Barnabas. And that became... His name through the rest of Scripture. Wow, could that be said of us? Could that be said of me? That now we can't even call you by your first name anymore. We've had to give you a new name because of how encouraging you are, how hopeful you are, how um, how positive you are. I want to encourage you to be an encourager. You will never lose by helping someone else win. You will never feel discouraged by encouraging others. You'll never feel worse about yourself by making someone else feel better about themselves. Be an encourager. Encourage your children. Encourage your spouse. Encourage your parents. Encourage your friends. Be an encourager. We have enough bad news. We have enough um, discouraging news going around. We have enough Uh, information that is constantly stripping our confidence away from us. We must be a source of life, a source of encouragement, a source of hope. I wrote this down. People don't need less courage. People don't need less love. People don't need less praise. They need more. There is power when we encourage each other. This is not a time to be sitting at home all cooped up and I, and I get it, we're, we're at home. I mean, there's nowhere to go. This is not a time to begin nagging. This is not a time to get critical. This is not a time to discourage your family. It is a time to speak life. I'm telling you, we can choose for the worst to come out of us or the best to come out of us. That's your choice. And I am, I am trying to fuel the fire of encouragement in this home. And I want you to do the same in your house. Proverbs 18:21 says, there's power. There's the power of life and death in your tongue. There is power in your tongue. The power of life or the power of death, you choose. What are we gonna speak? How are we gonna talk to each other? How are we gonna talk to our friends and family? How are we gonna talk to those people around us? Are we, gonna, are we just gonna speak death? Because that's all that's being talked about right now. Death, death, death. I'm telling you, the church needs to speak life. For some of you, all your marriage needs is a little encouragement. All your children need is a little encouragement. All your friends need is a little encouragement. So many toxic relationships would get radically purified with just a little encouragement. I want to be a courage giver. What does that look like practically? I wanna be quick to compliment, quick to thank, quick to show kindness, quick to encourage. An encourager is not in denial about someone's weakness, <laughs> about someone's you know issue, but they choose to look for the good. An encourager is not in denial, I'm not in denial, But I've said this before during our marriage series. Um, You're going to have to trust the Holy Spirit to be the enforcer. So my discouragement and my calling out the people in my home, I'm I'm not saying you can't tell the truth. I'm about to get to that. But I'm not the enforcer. The Holy Spirit's the enforcer. I can't change a human heart. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. So I choose. I choose to be. And encourage or I choose to speak life. On this kind of same thought of encouragement is also honor. And I love how uh, Pastor Bill Johnson from Bethel Church, he talks about honor and he says, honor is when I can celebrate who a person is while not getting caught up in who they are not. Honor is this ability to celebrate who a person is while not getting caught up in who they're not. We all have room to grow, we all have issues, but I can still be an encourager and an honorable person even while recognizing, yeah, there's some things they need to grow in, but frankly, I'm not the Holy Spirit and I'm not here to change everybody's attitude. I'm here to encourage people. I'm here to, uh, the Bible actually says, encourage each other unto good works. It's not gonna happen by just calling people out. Sometimes it's it's important to, to speak a truthful word. I'm about to get there, but I'm not the enforcer. Be an encourager. We have at least 30 more days of being in our homes. For most of you watching this, you're not at work right now. You are at home all day, every day with your family. Why don't you be an encouragement and not a discouragement? Here's number two. Uh, Be a truth-teller. Number one, be an encourager. Number two, be a truth-teller. I thought about what's the simplest way I could say this. So here's the first way. Just don't lie. (laughs) Just don't lie. Don't be a liar. Lying is scary. I'm really scared of lying. Here's why I'm scared of lying. Because the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And maybe the scariest thing about lying is... Most people that I know that are consistent liars or compulsive liars is they actually believe what they're saying. They've actually gotten so delusional that now it's no longer even um, that they're lying. They actually think they're telling the truth. So when I say be a truth teller, I just wanna come right out and say it. Just be honest. Be an honest person. Be a person who speaks truth. Be a person where people know. Here's how Jesus said it. Let your yes be yes. Let your no be no. He said you don't have to swear. You don't have to promise. He said just let your yes be yes. And your no be no. You don't have to make up excuses. You don't have to. On any level. Always tell the truth. The moment that I lie is the moment that I create an invisible wall between me and the person I'm lying to. I have, I have stopped intimacy from being possible. I have stopped the ability to truly connect on a relational level. I have stopped it. I have put up a blockade. And so when I talk about being a truth teller, I'm talking about Number one, being an honest person. When I talk about being honest, I'm talking about not gossiping. I'm talking about not spreading rumor or lie. Not talking about, did you hear? No, I'm, I'm a person of integrity. What you see is what you get. My yes is my yes. My no is my no. That is it. You can trust the words that are coming out of my mouth because i never separate my words from my integrity i want to be a truth teller i want you to be honest open and transparent honest open and transparent this is a great time to have some honest conversations to open up to your family to Open up about how you're feeling, the fear you're feeling, the discouragement you're feeling. To, to not just go, yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. No, it's a time to be honest. It's a time to be open. It's a time to be transparent. It's a time to have honest conversations. It's. I I just want to encourage you. To not believe the lie, that you have to lie. <laughs> it doesn't mean that, everything going on in your life is everyone's business. Of course not. But man, you've got to have some people that you can be honest with. You've got to have some people that you can tell the truth to. And secondly, um, you need people who can tell you the truth. I I love this question. Who can tell you no? Who can call you out? Who can bring correction? Who Who can... look at a blind spot you don't see it that's why it's a blind spot but they see it and they can be honest enough to say hey i, I noticed this and i think you need to work on this. i think you need to talk to god about this um i want to make sure that like in my marriage that shannon isn't going to have to pay an emotional price every time she tells me the truth so she tells me the truth and I go, yeah, but, or, but you, or, well, you did. No, I have to get to the point where I can hear honest feedback, honest truth, hear it, listen to it, receive it. Doesn't mean I'm a doormat. It doesn't, I'm not talking about verbal abuse. I'm not talking about, we're, we're, we're so quick to, to, you know, to be defensive. I'm just talking about, you need some good friends, some godly people, some godly counsel in your life. That can say, here's what I think you should do. Let me tell you the truth. Let me be honest with you. Proverbs 18.1 says this, he who willfully separates himself from God and man seeks his own desire. I don't want to willfully separate. Even in this season, even in this season of social distancing, I want to make sure that I have honest conversations in my life that are keeping me focused, are keeping me focused on Jesus, focused on my family, focused on, on things that really matter. And a lot of times that's going to happen through a honest conversation with someone that's going to help me. And so I want to be a truth teller and I want to open up my life to truth tellers. Here's the last one. And I've been talking about it so much. I'm going to talk about it more. Be a prayer warrior. Be a prayer warrior. James chapter 5 tells us that the earnest prayer of a righteous person, it availeth much. That there is power when we pray. That things happen when we pray. That when we pray, God hears us. And I want us to learn this. Learn the power of the awkward and immediate prayer. The awkward and immediate prayer. I'm talking about when someone starts talking to you and they go, yeah, yeah, be praying about this. Or yeah, would y'all pray for me about this? Don't go, yeah, yeah, I'll be praying for you. Cause you won't, you'll forget. That's okay, you'll forget. So what you do is you go, well, let's pray right now. I'm, learn the power of it. It's awkward, but man, it's immediate. And you're not going to forget about it. So someone starts opening up about their life maybe. And why don't you just go, hey, let's just pray. Let's just call upon heaven right now. Man, let's just let's just believe God right now. Why, let's not wait. Not, hey, brother, I'll be praying for you. Yeah, oh, yeah, praise God. I'll be praying for you. No, just right here, right now. Hey, let's just pray. Let's just, let's just go after God. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, there's power in it. Why don't you become that? I'm talking about even with people who are not believers. They start opening up. Maybe they start talking about how fearful they are right now and how scared they are. And, and you know they're, they're worried if they're gonna get the virus or, or what's gonna happen economically or whatever. Why don't you just say, hey, can I just pray for you? They're gonna go, right now? You want me to pray for you right now? Yeah, right now, can we just, can we just pray? Can we just, let me, I, I'm telling you, I believe God hears my prayer. I believe that God answers our prayers. Oh, okay. And I'm telling you, there's power when we pray. I remind you again of what I talked about just a few weeks ago, Acts chapter 12, verse 5. Peter was in prison, but the church prayed. Peter was in prison, but the church prayed. I want City Light to be a people of prayer, a church of prayer. I'm telling you, I, I can't wait to just get back with y'all and just have more prayer meetings. I'm like, I'm ready to just have more prayer meetings. I'm just ready to like gather with the people of God and pray. I want, I want city light to be known as a place where no matter what's going on, you can come to church and we will pray for you. But that starts with you. Why don't you become a person of prayer, a person that everyone in your world knows that is a, that's a prayer warrior. Uh, President Trump this week was talking about the nurses and doctors going into the hospitals and he said, I, I don't know how else to explain them. It's, it's like they're warriors, it's like. And, and I thought, man, what an incredible uh, description of our amazing first responders, our amazing nurses, our amazing doctors who are just working around the clock. They're, they're warriors and they're helping so many people. Why don't we become prayer warriors? The first to respond the first on the battle the first to, to to go for it I want to be a prayer warrior I want anyone in my world to know I can text Jabin I can call Jabin I can reach out to Jabin and he will pray even just this week I had a a guy text me and go please be praying for my son uh you know he's really sick and they didn't know what was wrong they didn't know is it coronavirus or what what is it and there was some fear around it, and, and I'll tell you, I, I hopped on the phone, and we had a FaceTime call, and we called, and I called, and, and I prayed. And um, immediately, they, th- that situation began to turn around. I'm just telling you, I, I wanna be that person, and I want you to be that person. I want us to be that kind of church. We will pray, and we will pray right now, and we will believe. So like people know City Light is not just a church where they'll pray for you, it's a church that gets answers to prayer. Prayer is our first response, not our last resort. I was born for the adversity, Proverbs 17, 17 again. I was born for times of adversity. You're going through something, I was born for it. And I will help you pray through. I will, I will run into the valley of the shadow of death with you and I will pray for you and we will come out on the other side. Now, church, I want you to know I'm praying for you. I want you to know I'm praying for you every day. I want you to know that I know these times are dark. We've never needed God as much as we need him right now in our nation. Be a person of prayer. Pray for your family. Pray for yourself. Pray for your friends. I'm I'm, I'm believing that God is going to turn us into prayer warriors. We need to pray for our government right now. We need to pray for our president. We need to pray that um, that God's will would be done in our nation and that God would have mercy on us, that that a healing wave would hit our world and we would find um, more medications and we would find answers to the problems that we are facing right now. That I'm, I'm just telling you, Pray. I'm asking you, pray. I'm begging you, let's pray because God will hear our prayers. Now there are people watching this right now and uh, there's a very important prayer you need to pray. And that is the prayer to receive Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life. The Bible says, pray. It actually says, call upon the name of the Lord and you would be saved. Call upon him or pray to him. Call out the name of Jesus and you will be saved. The Bible says, believe in Jesus and you will be saved. The word of God says that if we would believe that he died for us, that he rose again for us, that Jesus is Lord, is King, is God, we would be saved. And all we have to do is call upon his name. Confessing. Our sin to him, the Bible says in 1 John, confess your sin to God and he will be faithful and just to forgive you of your sin. Why don't you pray right now with me? Give your life to Christ. Return to Christ. God will change your whole life. Let's pray together right now. I'm gonna pray a simple prayer. I'm gonna ask you to kind of repeat along with me, but even more than that, I need you from your heart to pray with me and give your life to Christ. So pray something like this. Jesus, I believe you died for me. I believe you rose again. So I turn from my old life. I turn to you. I place my faith in you. I call upon you. I believe in you. And I declare that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen and amen. I believe if you prayed that prayer, you're never going to be the same. Uh, Right when when I'm done talking, our MC will pop back up and talk to you. And they're going to give you some instructions on what you can do next as as you're deciding to follow Jesus. Uh, For you who would call uh, City Light your home church, if you have never taken next steps, I'm asking you to take next steps. What an important time to do it. it. It doesn't mean that you become a member or that you have to give or have to serve but it is the the next step you need to take in making City Light your home church. And I'm asking you to do that as well. Learn the vision, the mission, the culture, the dream, the history and the future of what City Light is all about. And frankly, we all have time. So take the two hours, go through the course and um God will really, God will really, uh, I believe establish in your heart that city light is where you need to be. I really believe that. So I love you church. We're, 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 praying all the time on Facebook and Instagram live. So make sure you're following us there. Uh, make sure you're connecting in groups. And if you need anything, if you need anything, I, I can't guarantee that we can do it, but if you need anything, reach out to the church, email the church, call the church, and we will do everything in our power to help you in any way that we can. I love you. I'm praying for you. And we will see you Friday, Friday night for Good Friday. We're going to do a special communion service. So make sure that you are ready on Good Friday with some bread and some juice. Pull your family around. It's just going to be a short, about 10-minute moment. And we're going to remember the Lord together. So um, can't wait to see you then. But I love you. We'll see you soon.